Welcome to the Beach Catholic Podcast with Father Brian Barr. In this episode, you'll have the opportunity to listen to the Gospel and Father Brian Barr's homily from this past Sunday. It's been a little while, but you can look forward to an episode next week where we answer one of our listener questions. Until then, here's the homily from June 4th, 2017, Pentecost Sunday. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were, for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst. And he said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So there's this uh, story <clears throat> I heard about uh, this woman. She was uh, 29 years old. She was married. She had a three-year-old son. And uh, she was kind of telling her story uh, at this, uh, this convention. And she was um, describing this marriage that she was in, which was terrible, uh, abusive. Felt like she was trapped in it, didn't really know how to get out from under it. She also said that she was a drug addict, uh, as was her husband. One night, um, she describes basically hitting bottom, and uh, she's going through withdrawals, and she's suicidal, and uh, <clears throat> she's in her home, and she's there alone, and she has this piece of paper in her hand, uh, this note, <clears throat> which has a name and a, and a phone number on it, and she keeps looking at it, and then sort of folding it up and crumbling it in her hands, and she won't get rid of it, she won't throw it out, and then she kind of opens it up again, a half hour later, and looks at it again, well ultimately, finally she calls, um, it was the number of a, a Christian therapist, a Christian counselor, which she had gotten from her mother, to help her with her situation, addiction primarily. She finally decides to call this guy, and she does, and it's 2 o'clock in the morning. So this is what she says. Um, Hello, I got your number from my mother. Do you think that you could talk to me? And there's this long pause, um, and he says, uh, could you hold on a second? And she can hear uh, he, he's saying something to someone else in the room. And uh, the TV goes off, the, the volume. You no longer can hear the TV in the background. And this guy gets on the phone and he says, uh, yes, I, I can talk. What's going on? Um, and she goes on to describe how she pretty much unloads everything on this guy. Uh, describes the details of her dangerous, out-of-control marriage. Her drug use, uh, the guilt she's feeling for the neglect of her son, 
just her struggles with depression. It's just this train wreck of a life she really kind of describes. And she says that throughout, the guy isn't really saying much. He's really kind of listening way more than anything else. When he does periodically say something, she says he's just got this really kind of gentle, non-judging, non-judgmental way about him. And she's encouraged by him, by his response and kind of his gentleness. He stayed on the phone with her for three hours. Uh, the sun, she said that the sun was coming up at the end of this conversation. And she's feeling much better, much more calm. The panic is kind of has passed. And then she just says to him, Hey, I, I, I appreciate so much what you've done for me tonight. Aren't you going to give me some Bible verse or something to read? Just because that would be okay. I'm, I'm, I'm very willing to do that. You helped me so much. And the guy just uh, he doesn't say really anything. He kind of, she said he kind of like laughs a little bit, give an awkward laugh, and he goes, no, I'm just glad I was able to help you. Um, and she goes, no, no, really, I'm, you're very good at what you do. How long have you been a therapist? And then there's this long pause again, and he goes, I'm not a therapist. Um, I'm, not a, I'm not a Christian counselor. The number you called was the wrong number. Um, I'm not a therapist. So she's even more blown away by that reality, that this stranger stayed on the phone for three hours with her and helped her. Um, she goes on in this presentation to talk about how uh, she survived that night thanks to this guy and eventually... Sort of, it all began, that was the beginning of the end of this dysfunctional stuff. She got out of the marriage, she sobered up, and now she's this successful writer and teacher. And this is what she says about what she thinks happened to her that night. She's describing how she's feeling. The next day, I just felt this kind of joy like I was shining. I think I've heard them call it the peace that defies understanding. That night, I had gotten to see that there was this completely random love in the universe. And it's unconditional. And that some of it was meant for me. In the deepest, darkest night of despair, if you can get just one pinhole of light, all of God's grace rushes in. You know, whenever we, uh, <clears throat> whenever we talk about the Holy Spirit, which we do today in a big way, very often we, uh, you know, there's a couple of images, biblical images of how the Holy Spirit shows up, what it looks like, what it sounds like, wind, noise, the noise which kind of comes from wind, these tongues of fire. You know, sometimes I think the, the details can almost, not so much trip us up, but slow us down. 
I just started thinking about the Holy Spirit as like this little thing of fire or a, a, a dove. The Holy Spirit becomes this bird. I'm like, no, the Holy Spirit's not a bird. Like, how is that going to help my life? If it's one part of this trinity, Father, Son, Spirit, like, it's got to be more than a dove. How is that going to change your life? And it's even got to be more than tongues of fire over, over your head or the wind or noise. I mean, that's good to paint a picture, give us some sort of sense of the drama of it. But what does that, what does that mean in our lives? Wind and fire and doves. You know, there's another uh, explanation of what the Holy Spirit is, and I like this one. I think this one is actually better. It's sort of a little bit more theological. It says that the Holy Spirit is the love which exists between the Father and the Son. So you've got the Trinity, right? You've got the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. Well, the Father and Son, Jesus and the Father, love each other. Well, that love played out is the Spirit. The power that exists in the love between the, the Father and the Son, that's what the Holy Spirit is. It's not just something for the Father and the Son. And it's offered to us. It was offered to the apostles in the readings today. It's offered to us every day. But the operative word, I think, is it's offered. It's not imposed. It's never forced. God never imposes himself on us. He's just always offering himself to us. You know, there was uh, about a year ago, there was this article in, uh, I guess it's a magazine, it's like a print magazine, it's also a you know, website deal, it's called The Hollywood Reporter, and it just kind of covers Hollywood and the entertainment industry. Well, they were doing this profile on famous celebrities who are now 90 years old and still working. And what they did was the writers went to the homes of these famous people and interviewed them. Talked about aging and, and how work has kept them young. So they interviewed uh, Betty White, uh, Dick Van Dyke, he's 90. Don Rickles, uh, he just died, but this was a couple of months before his death. They interviewed him. They also interviewed Jerry Lewis. And uh, something happened at the the interview that became kind of a, another story. It was the interview which was a disaster. Um, it's online. You kind of, you can't believe it when you listen to it, watching it. It's, uh, it was called the most painfully awkward interview of 2016. Um, Jerry Lewis is in his home. They went to his house. It was just a scheduled thing. His, his manager or his people, whoever, scheduled this. And they say uh, when, the, when the, the, the team showed up, he was just in this awful mood, Jerry Lewis. And uh, I mean, he's kind of famous for being kind of temperamental and uh, kind of a moody guy. Well, they say he was just at his worst this particular day. And you watch this, the, the video is seven minutes long. It's like kind of painful to watch because he's just such a jerk, in all honesty, uh, during this interview. Um, 
he looks like he wants to kill the guy who's asking the questions. And he's just asking basic questions. Nothing really personal. He's just like in this foul, ugly mood. Um, so it just becomes these series of, he's being asked a question, and he just gives these one-word answers. So you realize after like the third one, this is just, he's completely not going to cooperate. So it's like, uh, how does it feel to be 90? Good. Do you have any favorite stories about working with you know, Dean Martin or Jerry, uh, Frank Sinatra? No. Have you ever thought about retiring? No. And he kind of just stares at him. So it's just really obnoxious. And it just like I say, it goes on for seven minutes. At the end of the article, there's this additional story which is told about Jerry Lewis. Completely unrelated to what I just told you. And it goes like this. There was a... Uh, some college class somewhere in the midst of this lecture, the professor is lecturing, and apparently this teacher is very uh, a stickler for like the lesson plan, never really would go off his agenda. Anyway, and for some reason, Jerry Lewis was brought up in this classroom. I don't know why, but Jerry Lewis was mentioned. And this professor stops, and uh, very out of character, steps away from his lesson plan and he says, uh, let me tell you about Jerry Lewis. And this is what he says. My brother has muscular dystrophy. One year he wrote a fan letter to Lewis and he mentioned in passing that his dog had died. Next thing we know, we get a phone call from Lewis's office asking if my brother could meet him at the airport. We did. And here comes Jerry Lewis, and he's carrying a puppy that he puts into my brother's lap. He was between flights, and he spent nearly an hour with my brother and the rest of us, just talking, letting my brother know that he mattered. So don't say a bad word to me about Jerry Lewis. Sort of like there's two versions of Jerry Lewis, huh? But aren't there really two versions of all of us? I mean, aren't we all capable of being both? Haven't we, you know, been both? I mean, isn't it really all about this offering of God's love? This offer of God's love from God. And some days we accept it. And some days we don't. Is it maybe that simple? Some days I just say no. And I become Jerry Lewis in the interview. However that, whatever that means in my life and in my situation. And on my, my good days, I'm bringing puppies to the airport for the disabled kid. And they're the days when we open our hearts to this love between the Father and the Son. You know that woman who made the phone call to the, the non-counselor? Listen again to what she said. I had gotten to see that there's this completely random love 
and it's unconditional. And in our darkest moments, if you get just one pinhole of light, God's grace rushes in. So find the pinholes and then step out of the way. Thank you for listening to this week's homily. Once again, look out for next week's episode where we get back to answering our listener questions. Don't forget, if you've got a question for Father Brian, you can send an email to beachcatholicpodcast at gmail.com or you can connect with us at facebook.com slash beachcatholicpodcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast by downloading the iTunes app for iPhones and the Stitcher app for all other devices. And as always, please share with your loved ones. We'll be back next week, and until then, God bless.